Hello and welcome back to the On The Whistle podcast and we are here in lovely Abidjan Cote d'Ivoire and again we are lucky enough to be joined by an equatorial legend according to Jesus Uwana, he's a legend and it's Emilio Nsue. Emilio, how are you doing brother? I am fine, thank you my friend. Here trying to enjoy the, this experience once again so I am very happy to, to be here. And, and Emilio, once, as you say, once again you're, you're at the Africa Cup of Nations, Guinea Equatorial at the Africa Cup of Nations, and once again, you're able to play way above your country. You're playing against Nigeria. You get a draw. I, I asked Jesus, and I've also asked, spoken to Alberto Ayoho Ono, and I, I asked you the same question. What is the secret for you guys? Because you, you play Algeria, you play Nigeria, you, you, you play Tunisia, and you, you can beat these guys. You can get big results. You know, for you as the captain, what's, what's the secret? The secret, our stronger point is the group. Mm. We don't have any famous football player, any any superstar, but as a group, I think we have one of the best. Uh, we are united, uh, we are friends outside of football. So even we meet, we are in different class, but during the year we meet with our family many times. And I think this uh, kind of, of group at the end of the day, when you go to play on the pitch, uh, you can feel that uh, that that group that is united, and we are brothers, we are yeah. family. I love that. I love that. And I want to I want to hear a bit more about your story because I think it's I think it's fascinating. I think, and a lot of the players here are really really interesting guys. Because for you, you were born and raised in, in Mallorca, in yeah. Spain. You know, growing up, was was there a lot of equatorial Guinean influence? You know, in your in your house, did you feel very equatorial Guinean, or was it more kind of a Spanish upbringing? Yes, I born in Mallorca, in Spain. My mom from Mallorca, my mm -hmm. dad from Equatorial Guinea. So my dad, when I was young, all the time he was talking about the country. So mm -hmm. I knew more or less yeah. everything. And when I was 21 years old, they called me, national team, they called me and they say, please, I want our player to come here. And in that time, for me, it was amazing that, uh, that idea because for me, it's a, a new adventure, a new... Mm. A way to think, uh, to know my my blood from mm. where it's coming from, and for me everything was very nice. And I decided to come very young, and to be honest, I, I had a great experience. And you know, this is my 12th year mm. coming to Equatorial Guinea, and I am proud. And I am very happy with the people, with everything. Mm. And and you know, you mentioned that you know your father is Equatorial Guinean, so you you grew up knowing about it, but you know, you obviously weren't living there. For you, since joining the team, you've now been the captain for over a decade. Have you been able to kind of explore what it is to be Equatorial Guinean? Because now you travel back, you go there regularly. You know, what is your feeling since when you look back at your career? Whereas now, you know, maybe at first you're, you know, your Spanish mother. So there's a lot of Spanish there. You play for the youth team. Whereas now you're Equatorial Guinean or how do you feel? Do you still feel Spanish? Tell me, tell me a bit about that. I feel both yeah. in the same, you know, at the end of the day, I born in Mallorca, I had my life in Mallorca, mm -hmm. all my friends. But in the same time, I knew I had family in Equatorial Guinea and I knew to know the country. I need to know where I come from, even my surname, my yeah. name, my family. So for me, I think this, this uh, decision was one of the best in my life. And I am very happy because now I knew many new things mm. and I learned another things. And I think it's very good when you have mix and you can know different mentality, different everything, different everything. 
So I am very happy, I'm very happy. And even when I finish football, I will continue coming to Equatorial Guinea mm. to, to try to know more about the, the country. Yeah, and are there any kind of specific things that you've, you've been able to experience? Because obviously as a footballer, you're always so busy. And even when you come back on international break, you know, you come, people think, oh, you're going back to Equatorial, but maybe you're not. Maybe you come for one game, Equatorial Guinea, then you have to go to Tunisia to play an away game. So you don't get to spend much time. Have you been able to, outside of football, on your holidays, been able to travel to Equatorial Guinea and spend time with family there and visit? Yeah, yeah, some, some time. Usually, you know, because for our work, we don't have too much time. Yeah. But in the summer, two or three years after the games, I stay in Equatorial Guinea. I try to know family. I try to know the country. and. But you know, uh, I would like when I retire to know uh, a little bit more because you know it's too much that I have to discover. And yes, uh, for me, I feel that I am lucky, a lucky man to 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 have Spain, to have Equatorial Guinea, mm. both of them, and I will explore uh, more. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to ask because I live in England, so I have to ask you. You know, you spend time in, in Middlesbrough and Birmingham. How did you find your time time when you were playing in England? One was of the my best experience because the the first three years I've been in Middlesbrough and the, the supporters with me they were very good yeah. and I had even we went to Premier League uh, the the year was they were amazing and also I don't have a very good English but the the English that I have that I I can try I learn in Middlesbrough yeah with my teacher and I'm very happy. Uh, another experience great for me and I enjoy a lot with football because it was one of my dreams to, to play in Premier League, to play in Championship mm. in England. And I also, uh, I got many friends uh, and yes, it was a very, very good, one of the best experience that I had in my life. That's so interesting. And for you, you've played in so many different places now in your career, you know, in Mallorca, in, in Spain, La Liga, in the Championship, in the Premier League, like Bosnia, and then with Equatorial Guinea, you've played all over. You know, how, how, how do you feel like you've been able to enjoy the best of football in terms of being able to explore different countries and play in so many different places? Where a lot of a lot of players, you know, maybe who played with you in Mallorca, they play they play in La Liga or Segunda their whole life, and they don't get to explore all these other countries. I think when you from when you are like as a kid, when you love football, when you enjoy playing football in the school and with your friends. I think that is the most important thing no? in your head. Me, I enjoy football, I love football, so I prefer to play in attack position, like mm -hmm. a striker or winger, but also I play as a defender, yeah. even central defender. Mm -hmm. So I love football, so I don't care. Better if I play in attack position, but if I have to play in another position, for me it's just to play football, it's mm -hmm. the same, uh, just to enjoy. And that's why I think you know, many coaches say to me that they see they see always uh, me in a good a good uh, character you know and that i i like to enjoy how mm. when i have to play in any position so i think this is the most important thing to love football yeah i, I have to ask you about that because it's something that you're very famous for is you know <laughs> you, you play right back you play center back but you also are equatorial guinea's top scorer as a center forward how did that happen how did you go because you even when you were younger you played as a striker you played a further forward when did it happen where you you suddenly went from being a you know a, a forward and attacker to suddenly you're playing you're playing at right back? How did that happen? 
uh, all my life, as you say, all, all my life I play in Mallorca uh, as a striker. But in one moment in La Liga, uh, one coach, uh, Laudrup, mm -hmm. said to me that I start to miss some chances as a striker. Uh -huh. And he said to me, you, will, you have to go a little really? bit down <laughs> as a winger. And from there I start to play as well good, I yeah. score goals. So from that moment, uh, all the time, I, the coach uh, said to me that they are happy because they can use me in any position. So in that moment, changed my life in, <laughs> in position when I was in La Liga yeah. with Laudrup in Mallorca. That's crazy. At, by next, maybe next AFCON, you'll be in goal. You're moving back every year. <laughs> the <laughs> only like, position left. Exactly. Okay. It's the only one left. Don't tell Jesus. He'll be upset no. with you for taking his position. <laughs> And I, I want to then, you know, kind of bring it back to Equatorial Guinea because one thing that I also find so interesting is you've been the captain right from the start. You know, you came in and you, you became the captain. You've been the captain for so many years. Have you felt yourself change as, as a leader whilst you've, you know, at first you were the young guy in the Equatorial Guinean team, but you were the captain to now, you know, you're, you're the general, you're the old guy. You're, as, as Jesus said, you're, you know, you're his older brother. You're, you're the leader of this team. And, even Alberto Edjojo, one who I spoke to, said, oh, all the guys, they love Emilio. They have so much respect for him. How has that impacted your career being, you know, a captain for so many years? First of all, for me, I feel, I feel a lucky guy because when teammates, uh, they speak uh, about me in that way, I feel proud. So, but to be honest, I didn't change too much. Uh, now I am older. <laughs> I am older. I have more experience. Yeah. But I remember when I came the first day, my character, my try to, to give respect, mm. to, to follow one line. I think for me it's very important to be humble, to, to, to follow the line, the rules. So from the first second, when I came to Equatorial Guinea, I tried to give these vibes. You yeah. know? And I think the people, they like that because during 12 years, I didn't change. Always I had my mentality for respect each other, to follow the rules, to, to, to be polite. And I think football is important, but all, all, also as a person, you have to be a good person mm. and you have to, to be respectful with everyone. You yeah. know? So I think for that reason, also for the some goals that I score, but for that reason is the main thing that they think they have respect for me, you yeah. know, because I try to be to be everyone the same, you know, that's my, my, how I think. Yeah. And I, I want to ask you then about, about their head coach, Pamicha, you know, cause, cause there's been a, you know, a growing trend of, of, that we've seen in African football, where a lot of the coaches, they'll maybe be, maybe get some education in, in, in Europe, but a lot of them are now from the countries that they represent, you know, and we've seen people like Aliou Cisse, Ruga Bersong, Jamal Balmadi, Walid Regragi. And even Juan Micha is, is similar, isn't he? You know, he's done some stuff in Germany, been educated there in terms of the football, but he's, he's Equatorial Guinean. And for you, what is he like working with and what, how do you find kind of him as a coach? To be honest, I'm very happy to have a coach from our country because mm -hmm. unfortunately, uh, from five, six years ago, always they came coaches from outside that just they think about money yeah. they think about things that are not football they don't feel the country as a they want to have target they want to you know to improve 
yeah. they just thinking personality interesting about money mm. so for us it's amazing that one coach from Equatorial Guinea try to be prepared to to study a lot to to have the chance and to get it and we are very proud of have uh, our coach and we try to help to help him and I think you have the numbers no he's doing everything perfect and I am very happy and always he will have my support yeah and and like you said, the numbers are there. They prove they, they yes. prove it. You've you've done so well. And and for you, I, yeah, I, I then want to look a little bit at this tournament because obviously you're in a very very tough group again. You know, with yeah. with Nigeria, host Cote d'Ivoire again. You have to play them again, and and of course Guinea Bissau. And you get that that draw against Nigeria. What, tell me a little bit about that game. How was it for you? A experiencing playing in the heat at that two o'clock match, but also being able to play again another giant like like the Super Eagles. For us, was a very good point uh, result. I think you know, uh, all my countries they are very happy. But to be honest, we are working the last year very good. The last two years we didn't lose a game. So our mentality is that as a group we are better than them, and we knew that we we are gonna have chance to to win the game. And also we know that because. As I said before, always we try to be humble and we know that the game is going to be very tough. But you see, we know how we are not scared from nobody and we know that we can beat everyone. We saw it with the result the last years and we believe that we are very good. And we don't have name, but we have a group and as a group, I think we can arrive. We don't know where. I love it. Thank you so much. Emilio. Thank you very much. It's been great having you. Thank I love you. it. Absolutely love it.